Shalom Aleichem, Shavua Tov, to all of you listeners of this great station. This is Rabbi Albat from SLC. I'm going to be talking about the parasha we read yesterday. When Yaakov Avinu was about to give a beracha to Menashe and Ephraim, so he mentioned the following. Hamalach ha-goel oti mikora ibarech et ha-nearim. The angel who saved me from all evil will bless the Nearim. This Nearim is translated as lads. Chick kids. Now, what does that mean? Ibarech et Kids. Was Minashe Ephraim, were they kids? They were not kids. They must have been in the early 20s at least. Yaakov Avinu was already in Mitzrayim 17 years, and they were born way before that. So I would assume they were in their early 20s. So what does that mean? Et Hanearim. Well, I'll tell you something even more than that. The Torah talks about Yahushua Binun, who was a Talmid Mubhak of Moshe Rabbeinu. And it says, Yahushua Na'ar. Here, that Yehoshua was Nar. And he would not move himself away from the tent of Moshe Rabbeinu, always with him, always learning from him, studying from him, learning from his, his behavior, from his words of Torah, from his halachot, everything. Nah, how old was Yeshua Abinu at that time? Well, there are different uh, opinions. Seder Olam says he was 42, others say he was 56. Well, either way, we're not talking about kids here. That's, uh, <laughs> that's, that's quite a bit. So what does that mean in this case? Nar, Ne'arim. You know, many times... The Torah speaks in a way which, not a physical way, but in a spiritual way. Let me start with this Mishnah in Masechet Avot, Perek Dalet. Elisha bin Abuya Omer, Elisha bin Abuya says, Halomed Yeled, a person who learns, who studies the Torah as a child, Lemahudome, whom do you compare it to? Lidio Ketuva Al Neyar Hadash. Ink that is written on a brand new piece of paper. A brand new piece of paper, the ink is sharp and it stays there for a long time. Halomir Zaken, person who learns while he's already elderly, Limaudome, whom do you compare him to? Lidio Ketuva Al Neyar Mahuk. Ink that's written on a piece of paper that was erased. In other words, you wrote something, you erased it, and then you write on top of that, what happens then? Well, first of all, it's not sharp at all. And something like that, the uh, the ink will eventually uh, spread, and it, you won't be able to, uh, you're not going to stay there. But near Hadash, it stays there. It's sharp. A child is when is the time to learn and study the Torah. 
A child has a mind like a sponge. It soaks in everything it gets. And sometimes you'll be talking and the child, you think he's playing or doing something, yet he is also getting in, in his brain, he's getting what you're talking about. Perhaps this is why we have the two kerubim on top of the Arona Kodesh. Now, if you recall, in the Holy of Holies, Kodesh HaKodeshim, there was Arona Kodesh there. Inside the Arona Kodesh was the Luhot. We talk about the Luhot that came from Hashem, the Ten Commandments. What was on top of the Arona Kodesh? In the holiest place, they had two statues. Now, what would you expect these statues to be? I thought, well, maybe, maybe we should have Avram Avinu, Moshe Rabinu, Yitzhak Avinu, Yosef HaSadik. No, 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 no. Didn't have that. He had the face of a young boy and the face of a young girl. Now, these were called Kerubim. This was mandated by the Torah itself. The Torah said, Ve'asita shine keruvim So why were there? There is a Midrash. There's a Midrash and there's another chapter I'm going to say. The Midrash says that when a Kadosh Baruch Hu wanted to give the Torah to Bnei Israel, he asked them, who's going to be your guarantors? And they said, well, Avram Avinu, Yitzchak Avinu, Avotel HaKadoshim, Yaakov. HaKadosh Baruch Hu said, look, those are gone already. Sure, tremendous, Avotel HaKadoshim, great Sadiqim, but they're not here. I want something for the future. So they said, our children will be our guarantors. That Hashem liked. Because there's no future for Torah, no future for Amisa without the children. That's why they put the children there. To remind everyone that the Torah has to be taught to the children. So this is the Midrash. But there's another thing. And it what we mentioned before, the children were there because we want to show the people that if you're going to learn the Torah, which is under the children, learn it while you are a child, not when you're older already. Something that you learn when you're a child, you don't forget. It stays with you even when you grow old. A child is always inquisitive. He wants to learn more and more. That's why he was put on top of the Arun HaKodesh. What we see from here is the following. The child is the time, the best time to learn and the best time for us to teach. This is why it says that Yoshua Binun Naar. What do you mean Naar? He was not the Naar. The word na doesn't mean a physical na, physical boy. No, he was like a, a boy, like just like a boy, a young boy. Is always inquisitive, always wants to learn. The more, the better. That's how he was, Yoshua. The type of person that was learning from Moshe Rabbeinu, soaking in every single thing. Ibarechet ha-ne'arim. This ne'arim, or not just ne'arim. 
They're also trying to learn from their grandfather, from the father. They're always in the in the process of soaking in all kinds of information regarding Judaism. That's why they mentioned, perhaps that is why they mentioned uh, Ephraim. Now, there's another thing, again, another question is, since we're talking about Menashe and Ephraim, why is it that Yaakov Avinu picked only these two grandchildren to give a beracha? First he gave him beracha, and then later on he said, that every single father in the future will actually bless their children and you play like this, Yesimcha Elohim Ke'Ephraim Bechimnashe. Here, you as a father, when you're gonna, uh, you, when you're gonna bless your child, you say Yesimcha Elohim Ke'Ephraim Bechimnashe. This is forever. So why is it Ephraim Bechimnashe? Look, Benjamin, for example, had ten children. Why didn't he take Bela Avabecher? There were two two grandchildren. Why not? Or Yimna Veishva from Asher. No, it took only Menashe Ephraim. Well, we can give a simple answer. After all, these were special children. They were special in many ways. First of all, despite the fact that they were in the middle of an immoral country, a country of Abu Dazara, a country where the Shtufezima they stayed. They stayed. They 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 uh, they stayed uh, 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 like the father, according to the Torah, doing everything properly. The others, not they were, uh, were with their grandparents. They were in, uh, with Yaakov in Goshen. They were all there all the time, even before that. Here they were powerful people. They were wealthy. And they stay the same way, so we're wishing our children also to stay, stay the course. Always be at the Achamayim. At the same time, look, Menashe was a powerful man. He was a diplomat. He was royalty. He was helping his father. He was a very wealthy man. Ephraim represents the this, this scholar. He was constantly learning from his grandpa Yaakov. So we are telling our children, hey, you be a great scholar like Ephraim and also have the good panasa, royal panasa like, like Menashe. So you have both scholarship and panasa. But that's a good shot. But there is something more fundamental than that. Something which is very important to a family to keep together the family to keep it united to keep it at peace let me explain that by bringing the following Mishnah in Pirkei Avot it says in Pirkei Avot Rabbi Eliezer HaKafar Omer Rabbi HaKafar says HaKinah Jealousy Ata'ava, lust, kavod, honor. These things, they take a person out of this world. What does that mean? It means it might cause him 
an earlier death than than he was supposed to. Now, the most important thing in this tree here is the kin'ah, the jealousy. Jealousy. Jealousy is a very, very evil midah. It's a horrible vice. It's an immoral, unethical behavior. That's it. Jealousy creates quarrel and strife and disunity between people and may even cause killing and murder. <clears throat> let, me, let me give you some illustration with that. Look, Cain and Hevel, for example, HaKadosh Baruch Hu accepted the offer of Cain, of Hebel, he rejected Cain. He rejected his offer. What happened? He was jealous. What happened after he was jealous? He murdered his brother. He murdered his brother. Jealousy can be a horrible thing. At the very beginning, there was, there was jealousy. When HaKadosh Baruch created me, the sun and the moon. Originally, they were the same size. The moon started uh, complaining. What do you mean? You can't have two kings with one crown? No. Oh, out you are. Okay. Then you're going you're gonna to come down. Your light will be smaller than the sun. There was jealousy there. Esav and Yaakov. Okay. Esav wanted, actually, he was jealous of Yaakov. And he says, he says, Beferush. He says, he says, when his father will, will pass on and he's going to kill his brother. And he came with 400 warriors. He was going to actually do something, right? Fortunately, Yaakov was very smart and wise. He knew what to do in order to avoid a war with his brother. But he had in mind Yosef and his brothers. The Pshat Pashut, the brothers, they were jealous of them. Vaikan Uboyahab, it says. Vaikan Uboyahab. Right? They were going they were going to kill him too. So one of the brothers saved him, put him in a bit in a pit, and then the other was not let's sell him. But look what jealousy can do. Horrible. Shaul Amelech. He was also jealous of David Amenech. He wanted to kill him. He was hunting him and going after him. But Baruch Hashem, it didn't happen because HaKadosh Baruch wanted David Amenech to succeed Shaul. That's what Hashem wanted. Rabotai, jealousy is so bad that it can cause murder. Remove jealousy, we have unity of people. We have love among people. We have peace. People would be looking to help others. Believe me, if there was no jealousy at all, we could have the ideal world. So now, back to Ephraim Amenashe. Why did he pick them? Well, we could see... No, why do we say, why do we tell the people... 
Why is it like this too? Because despite, despite the fact that Menashe was the older brother, I imagine Menashe is the older brother. Ephraim is the younger brother. Yaakov puts his right hand on whom? On Ephraim, the younger brother. The left hand on the older brother. Now, what do you expect? Something like this. Why you expect Menashe to say, hey, Grandpa, that's not right, you know? I'm the older one. Put your eye on me, right? That did not happen. It didn't happen. There was no jealousy whatsoever. There was brotherhood. There was love between them. Whatever happened, fine. It was good. So it's not only royalty and Chokhman scholarship, but very important, no jealousy between them. And that's when we are making this Berachah to our children. We are, we are actually Yisimcha Elohim Ke'ifrayim Bechim Nasheh. We're telling them that between you two also, aside from the fact that there's, there's Torah, there's scholarship and there's wealth and everything, yeah, but also the fact that you'll always be at love together. Always friendly between you two. Never quarrel or strife. We are wishing them that. Yeah, that's a beautiful thing. See? Jealousy is something that causes, unfortunately, even wars. You know, one time, they asked uh, Dick Cheney. Dick Cheney was the vice president of the United States at one time. And they came and asked, you know, how come is how come is it that the uh, all these Arab, the Arab states you know they call you the great Satan, great Satan, like Hasatan Hagadol, we are Satan, great Satan. You know what he answered? Very simple. He said they are jealous of us. They're jealous. So these these Arab states they supposedly. According to their religion and the Quran, they're supposed to be the top of the world, this, this, that, but they're not. The U.S. isn't top of the world, so they're jealous. So, we are the great Satan. But you see, Rabbi the same thing has been happening with the Jewish people. Because we are Amsegula, Hashem wanted us to be Amsegula. And we are. We are different from the rest of the world. We have a different behavior. We go according to certain principles and certain traditions and values that are being taught to us via our Torah and our mitzvot. And this, because of that, throughout the ages, we've been behaving in a model way. They are jealous. And that's why they hated us. Jealousy. Imagine, even in the Middle Ages, uh, the goyim, you know, they go, they, they, they're separate, they're this, they're this. They see, when they see a Jewish family Friday night, Shabbat, sitting together, you know, with, with, with love singing and eating dinner together, ah, a tight family. You think they like that? They didn't have that kind of of behavior. They didn't, they didn't know that. 
और आराम से गुजार जेलसी क्रिएट्स अ हॉरेबल थिंग दिस इज व्हाई वी मस्ट रिमूव फ्रॉम ऑल ऑफ अस एंड वंस दैट इज रिमूव्ड वंस वी आर ब्लेस्ड विच इज सिमखाय लोकेम के फ्राइम विखिम नशे ने बेहजत अशम विल बी रिवॉर्डेड बाय कदुश बारख विद बिआत मिशहेनु बिकारो अमेन किन यासो I would like to remind you please as much as you can try to help this station it does a very very good thing for our community it helps everyone young and old and if you have any sim help please contact us in at our uh, uh our shul we have a beautiful hall uh, we can accommodate any sim help that you have shavua tov shalom alekhem